If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole, whole, whole bunch of people that are on hold that have questions for us. It's always fun to see who calls in. It's always a surprise to me each week, and it's always fun to see what the questions are that they ask and what spirit says for an answer. You know, I'm just the messenger. So we will go to the phones. One quick note about our show next week. We're going to have a special guest, Sandra Champlain. And some of you may know Sandra. She wrote the best-selling book, Why We We Don't Die. We Don't Die. And she has a, a, a podcast called We Don't Die. So she's going to be on for the full show next week for all two hours. And we're going to do an interview for the first couple of segments. And then she and I will be taking callers. And we'll be taking questions from callers and then we'll tag team everybody. So it should be really fun. She's interviewed some amazing people and she has lots of knowledge on this subject. So Sandra Champlain will be with us next week on Thursday, the 27th. So mark that on your calendar. If you're a Sandra fan, you're going to want to join us. Okay, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Blake. Hi, Blake. Hey, Julie, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Um, yeah, I've called in and talked to you before, and I'm having some health issues. And I said, if anyone can figure this out, it's definitely you. Oh, I'm so honored. What's going on? First of all, tell everybody where you're located, please. No. I am calling, I'm from Louisiana, but I moved to Dallas. 
earlier okay. this year. So I'm calling from Big Dallas, Texas. The Big D, the Metroplex. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, what's going on health-wise? So, um, out of the blue, November, I had um, I had like jaundice issues, and it's like something with my liver. And they've been doing blood work since November. They keep having to check everything, and they can't seem to figure out what it is. And I'm now I'm like, I have like extreme joint pain. It's just like they don't know what's going on, and I don't know either. So I bet you can figure it out. I believe in you. Oh gosh, no pressure there. <laughs> Let me At see. All. Oh, yeah, right. Let me see <laughs> what I can figure out. How this works, Blake, is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in Dallas. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye and it's going to be as if i'm looking at an x-ray or a ct scan or an mri and so something will be identified and then there'll be some type of energetic healing that will immediately begin and you know blake sometimes my analogies are really hilarious so they're just intended to give you an idea of what i'm seeing because if you can envision what i'm seeing blake it's going to help integrate the healing into your body because the body's going to follow what the brain tells it even if the brain doesn't believe it to be true and my favorite analogy for that is think of a time when you watched a scary movie on tv your brain knew it was pretend but your heart might have felt like it was getting ready to jump out of your chest at any given moment right we've all experienced that so all right so here comes my laser beam from sweet home alabama heading over to you and uh got you on my radar shooting energy into you all right it's going right to your liver um so what are they saying about your liver your liver looks very inflamed it looks normally a healthy liver looks pink to me yours looks kind of purpley it looks inflamed so we're going to give it a tune-up and see if we can figure out what's going on i don't edit anything i get blake because two reasons number one who, who am i to decide what you need to hear I believe spirit's working through me and with me, and I'm getting information you're supposed to know. That's number one. But more importantly, Blake, everything can be healed. So I don't need to edit anything I get because everything can be healed. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All righty. So I've got a spiral of energy that's spinning in your liver. I'm looking at you from behind, and it's throwing off sludge. What What have you been eating and drinking? Have you been eating anything different? than you normally do? I mean, not really. Um, not really. It's like this really came out of the blue. They've okay. tested me for like everything liver-related. Hepatitis, no. None of that. Um, the autoimmune stuff they're checking for. But it's been since November. I'm like, and I'm like hurting at work all day. I'm like, Jesus. They can't like yeah. figure anything out. So I don't, not anything particularly. Okay. Off, all right. If you email me, Blake, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I'll send you the link to the gut biome test you may have heard me talk about. It's a fancy name for a poop test. You do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. Food is the best medicine. 
in the meantime, so email me. I'll send you that link. Anybody listening, if you want that link, email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. We'll send it to you. It's a little bit of a discount, Blake, when you do it. But the reason why I like this test is it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And then once we know that, there are trillions of critters in our gut, bacteria, viruses, you know, God only knows what all's in there, paramecium, I don't even know. But when we know what that is, they'll, the test is going to tell you, here are your superfoods, incorporate these into your diet, here are the foods for you to avoid, some of which may be healthy, but they're just not healthy for you right now. So that's going to be really helpful. The other thing in the short run, Blake, stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Sugar and refined foods are really inflammatory, so I'd stay away from those. Stay away from anything fermented. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegars. Stay away from that stuff. Just. What's that? I said I'm not a drinker, so I should be good on the alcohol. Okay, part. that's good. Yeah, but right. but you'd be surprised how many fermented foods we all eat and we don't even think about it. Soy sauce, teriyaki, vinegar, yeah. stay away from that stuff. Yogurt. You okay. know, yogurt, they say yogurt's really good for you. Nyeh, stay away from that. I would do that. I would avoid anything refined and um, email me and we'll send you that, that gut test. Your liver's inflamed and... If you schedule a full hour with me, Blake, we can do a deep dive. But right now, all I'm seeing is your liver's inflamed, and I'm getting it calmed down and giving it a tune-up. So hopefully that will help you feel better. And we'll we'll figure out what's going on once we know what kind of shape your gut is in. Right. So I hope that helps. All right, Julie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you it. You're the okay. best. Thank you so oh. much. Hope you feel better. Bye, Blake. All right. Thank you. All right. Alrighty, let's go to Miss Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. How are you, Thank girl? I call. I'm in San Diego. Good. Good to hear you. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Champlain's awesome. I've known her since she started her shows. I've listened to all of them. She's just wonderful. I love Sandra. So good job. Glad to hear she's so, on your show next week. That'll be fun having her, won't it? She's a character. Oh, yeah. Sandra's, yeah, she's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are going to have a good time. It'll be fun listening to you guys. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I've had a lot of dental. Yeah, I've had a lot of dental issues, and I had an abscess two weeks ago. And I still have a root canal and another abscess or uh, a dental infection. So I'm going to have this removed. Is it safe for me to have that root? I mean, do you see anything toxic in my mouth as far as dental material, crowns, or anything right now? Do you have any amalgam fillings, Amy? Or have they all been replaced with the the porcelain ones? The amalgam or the silver or the metal ones? Yeah, I'm going to ensure those are all gone, but for now I'm not positive. Okay, well, just look in your mouth when you brush your teeth tonight. You'll be able to see them if you still have them. So yeah, that's I think easy. All gone. Yeah, okay. and that, the, the root canal, the root canal, though, it needs to come out. Is that, is that what's making me so toxic with my sinuses and everything? Mm, I'm in your, I've, I've connected to you where the energy went, Amy, was low palate, lower palate, left side. 
I don't know if that's the tooth yep. that's bothering you, but that's the one that I'm seeing that it, I'm working on the root right now. That's where the energy went first. Yep. So that's is the that where the dis- is that the one? Yeah, that's where the root canal is, and I didn't know I had one, and I was so yeah. upset because I asked that they all be removed years ago, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of sinus issues. I was really, I mean, I was concerned. It was it was pretty serious, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have that removed, and um, hopefully everything will go well with that. Okay. All right. I'm going to work on you over the break, Amy. What I'm doing is I'm removing the root canal energetically, and then I'll put antibiotic energy in there to calm down that inflammation. So you'll feel better. And when you get it done, you'll be in good shape. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you? It's ages since I've talked with you. Um, it has been interesting. My work hours are until 7 p.m. I just happened to be off early tonight to be able to catch you. I spent oh. five weeks in the hospital with cellulitis. Oh, no. And I am livid at the doctor's who did not catch it until it put me into a hospital and field nursing. In the meantime, I'm back. I'm here with you. Um, and I have job opportunities. And I don't know if you can. <laughs> to me, it's flip a coin. Um, one is commission. One is um, the other is salaried. And I want to go try my wings and fly, but then I'll lose an excellent salary position if I do. Okay. Well, first of all, tell everybody where you're located. Oh, my apologies. I'm in West Valley City in Utah, right outside of Salt Lake. Terrific. And tell us a little bit about the jobs. What are they? And then we'll ask Spirit for some advice. What are your um, options? I've been doing my Medicare sales, and it's a closed group for retirees only, um, and that's what I'm currently doing, and I've got a full-time position there. The other one is working with more than just Medicare, uh, still insurance, but commission, excellent training, but it's taking that leap of faith off that cliff and making sure there's enough wind of updraft to catch my wings. Right. Okay. So you're talking to somebody who's worked on commissioner whole career. When I straight out of school, I started right out. When I was in school, I put, I paid for my own college, Alex. I, I worked three jobs in the summer and I worked two jobs during the year. And the joke is that, I'd roll out of bed and go to class in the morning and, you know, my hair would be a wreck and I'd have sweats on and stuff. And then I'd come back and take a shower and then get all dolled up and go to work. And one day I, I came in and I was dressed up and a guy in the class goes, oh, Cinderella's joined us today. 
because I was dressed up. So I have always worked on straight commission, and uh, it is a leap of faith. The worst thing that can happen, I would think, is you go get a salaried job again, right? Is that the worst thing that can happen? Well, another salary position would not be with the benefits and the pay that I have currently. Um, How do you know that for sure? Because I've been watching the industry in my area. Okay. All right. Well, let's ask Spirit. Is it in, and here's, here's how you do it. You always preface the question with, is it in my best interest too? Is it in my best interest, you know, ask the question, is it in my best interest to stay where I am at the company where I'm currently working or to take the straight commission job? Ask that question. Spirit's going to give you an answer. It's going to come in within a second. So ask the question out loud. We'll play with this. I'll get an answer. You get an answer. We'll compare notes. Ask it out loud so everybody can hear you. Oh, okay. I was, um, is it in my best interest to go with the commission job? And what do you get? What's the first thing that comes in your head before you can snap your fingers? White wing fly. White wing fly? Is that a yes? Flying. The the wings were spread, and the air was there. Yeah, I got a yes. I got a yes. So let's refine it down, Alex, because spirits are really literal, so we want to be really specific. Is it in? Ask it in a more concise way. Like, is it in my best interest to take the uh, commission job selling whatever it is you're selling? Because commission job could be any job. That's commission. So let's let's be specific. Insurance product. Okay, be more specific. What kind of insurance products? Um, they would be uh, mortgage insurance, life insurance, annuities, IUL. Okay. Uh, So ask it. Ask uh, it that way. Yeah. Is it in my best interest to take that job? Is it? Is it in my best interest to go with the commission job selling insurance products, including mortgage insurance, um, IULs, annuities, and um, critical illness policies? What are you getting on that? I just feel warm. I, I got a yes every time you said a different kind of insurance. You said mortgage insurance, I got a yes. You said, you know, annuities, yes. I got a yes. Can you negotiate a recoverable draw with the firm with whom you're you're talking? Do you know what that is? Uh, they will pay you within a few days. I mean, you can get a paycheck every day, literally. They don't okay. wait till once a month or anything. As, as soon as that policy is issued, you get your commission check. Well, a recoverable draw is they're going to give you a guarantee each month and then they deduct that amount out of your commissions. So you know that you're going to have a set amount of money coming in and then they they will take it out of your commissions and then when there's more left over, then you just get that 
flat out. You may want to talk to them about that. Is it with a, a company? Is it with a firm, like an agency? Yes. And can yes, you transfer your book of business over to the new firm? Um, the current book of business is it's a closed account, so I cannot cut for anything from where I am to where I'm going. Okay. All right. Well, I'm getting full speed ahead, girl. I got a yes on everything. And uh, so that's what Spirit's saying. And hopefully that gives you some some courage to give it a whirl. And I think if it doesn't work, you can always find another job. So stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are. It'll be fun to see. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. We've got Miss Rose next. Hi, Rose. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. I'm just getting a little anxious. No, a lot anxious. I had a prophylactic on mastectomy in August, and I'm going in for my reconstruction surgery on February 22nd. Okay. And and why are you anxious? Did I lose you? Did you mute? Rose? Oh, Julie, I'm mute? sorry. Um, there you are. Okay. Why are yeah, you getting anxious? Um, because I have to choose between the saline implant and the silicone implant. And... Yeah. I'm getting nervous because I keep going back and forth with, like, from my mind, it's telling me, like, oh, oh, it could be toxic for your body, and you did something to try to, you know, help your health be, you know, your body be more healthy, and then I have a pacemaker, so I can't have an MRI to check if they leak, but every doctor is telling me that the saline doesn't feel as good and doesn't look as good, and they won't tell me which one to do. Both of them said, whatever you choose is fine, but I'm just getting very nervous um, because I want to make sure that whatever I choose, I was leaning towards the silicone, but whatever I choose is going to be compatible with with my body and like going forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling from New York, and my question to you is, if I choose, if you could ask Spirit, if I choose the silicone implant, would that be you know, a choice that would be good for me mentally and physically because I don't, you know, want to be nervous and concerned and get worried or once I have them in, will I be, you know, okay with it? So that's my question. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I can see when they're leaking. So, you know, if if you can't do an MRI, (laughs) call into the show and I'll check out the girls and I can see if they're leaking or not. I do that all the time. And even sometimes there's a client that lives in the Bahamas and I scanned her and I said, you got leaks on both sides. Girls are leaking. And she said, no, no, I went to the doctor and they did an x-ray and it was fine. Well, she went, she got a second opinion and she got them taken out within a couple of, within like, you know, less than Wow. So, yeah, 
So I can I can normally see if they're leaking. So let's ask Spirit. Is it in Rose's best interest to get silicone implants? Yes. Is it in Rose's best interest to get saline implants for her reconstructive surgery? I get a yes. So I'm getting a yes on both. Well, so let's refine down the question, like what we were talking about with Alex. Let's refine it down. Is Rose going to be happier with saline implants or or the silicone implants? I got silicone. So I I agree with what the doctor is saying, and uh, and I'm being led to tell you to do the research online. Look up breast implant illness. There's a big Facebook group. It's got like 150,000 members around the world. And I want you to read that before you get anything done. Go on that website, you know, go on the Facebook group. It's BII, Breast Implant Illness. And I want you to be really informed before you go through with this. Okay? Breast Implant Illness. Okay. Breast Implant Illness. And it's it's known as BII. And if you go on Facebook and, you know, on the left side of the menu where they have the groups, you can do a search of groups. It's massive. And and I want you to read the comments and read what people have experienced before you go through with the surgery. The surgeons aren't going to tell you this because it's too big of a moneymaker for them. But I have many clients with whom I've worked from around the world who've gotten their implants taken out because of issues with them, regardless of it's saline or, or silicone. So I'm getting that, that you're going to be happier with the, the silicone. I'm getting that either one is going to be okay, but I just want you to be informed. All right. Spirit's telling me to tell you about sure. the BII stuff. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Your, I love your show. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for calling Rose. Good luck. Let us know how you do in February. Yeah. We'll we'll send you lots of lots of good juju and prayers and stuff. So good luck with all that. My call with right. with the end. Okay, let's go to Gianna next. Hi, Gianna. Can Hi, Gianna. You are you there? Yep. Now I can. Hi. Are you there? Hello, hello, Gianna. Get on mute. I'm sorry. There you go. Now I can hear uh, you. I'm Gianna. I'm from Vermont. It is a state. <laughs> yes, we know Sounds Vermont. Good. The hills are alive with the sound of music, right? That's where the Von Trapp family went when they when they immigrated from Germany, from Austria. Yeah. 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 Um, where I got married. Um so my question is, my son passed in August of 2020, oh. um, and I want to know if he could let me know the best way I can con- communicate with him, because I'm struggling. Yeah, absolutely. Gianna, what's your son's name? Matt. Matt. All right. He's standing right to your right. They all come in as soon as we talk about them or think about them. And how this works is our heads are like big satellite dishes and they receive and they transmit frequencies. 
every spirit has a frequency that it keeps throughout all of its lifetimes. And all you have to do to connect with them is think of him or any spirit, whether you knew him or not. doesn't matter. Who do you want to talk to? Moses, Mother Teresa, Aristotle, whomever. You just think of them and they immediately come in. Did you watch Bewitched, the TV show, when you were a kid? No, I didn't grow up with TV. Okay. All right. Well, Bewitched was a, a TV show that was on. You can you can get reruns of it if you want it. Great. And the main character is a witch and she's married to a, a mortal, you know, a human. And she would just yell mother and her mother would come in or she'd yell Uncle Arthur or Dr. Bombay. Those were characters in the show and they would come right in. So I always say whoever wrote that screenplay knew woo-woo because that's how it works. So all you have to do, Gianna, is just say something to him, either aloud or in your head. The answer is going to come in within a second, and it's going to feel like it's a thought in your head. And if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So let's practice. Do you have something you want to say to him, or do you have a question for him? Um. There's so many questions. I'm not. I haven't gotten any answers. But um, well, one well, throw one is, out there. Let's see what we think we can find out for you. Um, does he know what he took? Um, that that it was your fentanyl. Okay. So so let let's. Let's be a little more concise on that. Do you know that you uh, that pure fentanyl is what took your life? Let's ask it that way. Because, again, spirit's really literal. So we want to get... They're always going to answer us correctly, but how applicable the information is that we receive is going to be predicated on how we ask the question. That's why I'm always saying let's be really specific. So, so, so let's ask him. So, Matt, did you know that... You were taking pure fentanyl when you did. What's the first thing that pops into your head when I ask that question? Did you get anything? I didn't. I, I kind of start hyperventilating in my heart <laughs> when oh. I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I got a no. I got a no. He said no. He did not. Okay. He's saying it was laced. It was, he's saying it was counterfeit. That's a big I, word. I, a pressed pill. It was a pressed pill, but it was a counterfeit. So it was like so, a fake drug, huh? Yeah. So he yeah. thought it was Xanax or something and it was laced with fentanyl. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Do you want to ask him another question, and we'll see if we can get some information for you? Um, if we, Matt, if we were able to co-create something, what would you prefer to co-create with me? I'm a painter. I'm a writer. So. <laughs> okay. This came in before you even asked the question. He started talking about turtles. What's up with the turtles? Did he like turtles as a kid or something? What's up with the turtle? Look up the symbology of turtles. The turtle. I uh, don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. 
But when you said what, you know, if, if I'm going to do, so what, a painting or write a story or something? Uh, he's saying yeah. have it focus around turtles. That's so random. Yeah. Turtles. Hmm. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see when you look up what the meaning of turtles is. I'll, I'll look it up on the break and I'll tell everybody when we come back in a couple of minutes. But, you know, if you lived like in the Outer Banks or something where they where they have turtle conservation stuff, maybe they do in Vermont. Do you? Do you have turtle conservation things in Vermont? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either, but it's worth checking out. Hope that helps. All right, we're going to take a quick break again. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking with Gianna, Gianna, I guess is the way to pronounce it, Gianna, what a gorgeous name, about her son, Matt, who is in spirit form. He passed a couple of years ago, and she asked him if he had something that he wanted to co-create with her, he in heaven and she here on earth, and he had said something to do with turtles. So during the break, I looked up what the significance of turtles is, and here's what I found. I asked the Google, and here's what I found. Turtle significance symbolizes longevity, perseverance, steadfastness, protection, retreat, healing, tranquility, the earth, and transformation. For as long as humans have walked the earth, there have been turtles. Thus, turtle mythology and symbolism has likely been around for as long as we have. My guess is it's probably been a long, been around longer than humans have if it's been here since the earth's been around. So there you go, Gianna. Get on with the turtles and then send me a copy of what you create and I'll post it on my social media so everybody can see it. That'll be a fun thing to do. Alrighty, let's go back to the phones and our next caller is Paula. Hi, Paula. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, hi um, I'm I'm new to this, so sorry. I'll try that. Well, good. Is Where I'm, are you? Where are you located? I am in Ohio. Um, Where? Mansfield in between Columbus and Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mansfield. They've got like a hill that they got a hill there that some people pretend to ski on, if I remember correctly, right? It, yeah. Possum Run, yeah, it's right around the corner from us. We're close to Malabar Farm. Terrific. Have you heard of that? I have not, but I haven't lived there since 1981, since I graduated from the Ohio State University. But um, but I remember the ski club in high school. They used to go to Mansfield to go skiing. I was not one of them. I tried skiing in Tahoe, which was probably not my smartest move, and I, it scared the daylights out of me. So I didn't last very long because I thought, I'm going to kill myself. This is crazy. So I just enjoyed the social aspects of the ski stuff. So anyways, well, Miss Paula, you got a question for me? Um, Yes, I do. I was uh, recently uh, diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. Um, oh, boy. I just don't know what... If you think, yeah, I had a endometrial 
cancer last summer and had a hysterectomy, total one, and had a cut scan. It all came back clear, no evidence of disease. So I thought it was fine and just had a few. I thought it was, I took a long hike and I thought I was just maybe for a muscle in my rib or something and went to the doctor and she did a chest x-ray and yeah, I mean, it was like, wow, just that quick. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's very serious and I am I'm a nurse. I'm against big pharma. I just didn't have my chemo. Um, and really that's the only choice I have where I have six months to a year. I'm only 58 and I'm in, I'm very healthy other than this. I am never sick. So, um, I don't know if you can just give me can, any kind of advice or anything at all. Yeah. I'm so yeah. 58. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get you on my radar. We'll do a, a DNA hailing. There's a book that I want you to get, and it's called Radical Remission. Have you heard of that, Paula? Radical Remission. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a book written by a gal who, when she was getting her doctorate, I believe at UCLA, she worked in a cancer clinic. And somebody came in and said he was in total remission. And she said, oh, that's great. And she talked to the oncologist there. And she said, well, if you're, do you ever have patients that are in remission? They said, oh, yeah, we all do. And she said, well, do you tell your other patients? And they said, oh, no, we don't tell them. And she said, well, why not? And they said, because we don't want to give them a false sense of hope. So she spent the next year and she toured the world and she talked to people who were given a year or less to live. They were told to go home, get their affairs in order, and they're up walking around 10, 15 years later. So she came up with the 13 common denominators of people from all walks of life in all civilizations, all cultures, all languages, all of that. So Radical Remission is a really important book for you to read. Okay, here we go. I'm getting my laser beam hooked into you. All right. I'm looking at you from behind, Paula. The left lung looks worse than the right. So what I'm doing is I'm encapsulating the malignant cells that I'm seeing, the clumps, and removing them. And then let me do it in the right lung. All right. And then there's a vortex of energy spinning in each lung. And then let's do a DNA healing. I watch an X chromosome. I watch strands of DNA come out of the X chromosome. They look, Paula, like pieces of paper you'd find inside a fortune cookie with the fortune written on them. And they have the DNA code in it, the A's, T's, C's, G's, which for those of you that don't know, they stand for nucleic acids that make up DNA. When we have cancer or some other disease, there's a mutation in the DNA. So I see seven strands that have come out. I'm watching these letters get resequenced. They're getting rearranged. It reminds me of playing Scrabble in warp speed, you know, where you move a letter up and over and and form a word with it. That's what I'm watching happen. First two strands have snapped back in. When they get reconfigured back to a normal sequence, they snap back in. When they're all done, they snap back into the X chromosome, and then that goes back into the body. I use this with cancer patients all the time. We stay three steps ahead of any mutations. It works great. So those are the two big things that I want you to remember. Everything's healable, number one. And number two, get a hold of that book, Radical Remission. Have you decided to go through the treatment yet, or are you still researching what you want to do? Um, I'm still researching, yeah. Okay. Um, hopefully, immunotherapy will be an option. 
um, as well. I, I'm, I'm worried that it's metastasizing. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of really empathetic, and I'm worried that it's metastasizing into my brain. And I don't know, are you able to sense anything like that yeah. at all? I'm getting a no on that right now. I'm not seeing it in your brain. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not getting that they're the same cancers. They're two different kinds of cancers. So I'm wondering what, yeah, I'm getting they're not the same cancer that, you know, you had the hister and then um, you've got this, this lung thing going on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering what have you been exposed to in, in Mansfield as far as toxic chemicals and things? Oh, well, uh, I've been making organite pyramids with the resin. Um, and I, I, that might be an issue. Plus, I do ozone treatments on myself, and I ask the doctors these questions, and they say no, <laughs> that it yeah. couldn't be related. But sure, I it can. Know, sure not. I mean, absolutely. It's pretty stupid to mask, but wow, that's interesting. You're saying that. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That would be very great because the cancer I can listening was very rare and aggressive. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, keep us posted on how you're doing, and get that book telling you it's a game changer thanks for calling in wish you well paula everybody we're going to take another quick break when we come back we'll get more callers on we'll see what their questions are and in the meantime you're listening to the ask julie ryan show and we'll be right back have you ever heard of cozy earth bedding it's your ultimate luxury escape Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern and uh, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476 and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com and anywhere you download the podcast. We're on all the channels, so you can download it and it's in the show notes. Also, please, when you're on my website, remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can get it on Spotify and Apple and all of those. You've got lots of those. We're also on Alexa and YouTube. And when you subscribe, if you go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, which is ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, and leave a review, you will be entered into a drawing for a free session with me, valued at a couple hundred dollars. So the reason I do that and I give a free session away each month is because it's a thank you to all of you for listening and being a part of this community. And it's also, I understand that $200 is a lot of money, 
to a lot of people. So if you can't afford it and you want to chat for an hour, we have a ball. We can talk about anything you want. I can scan you medically. I can scan your pets. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can get career advice, love life advice, past lives, whatever. Your spirit guides, your angels, everything we do on the show. And we'll cram as much in as we can in an hour. And you'd be surprised how much we can cover in an hour. So call in details on the day of the show. We'll post on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. And we'll post that. And if we're not doing a show, a live show, which is pretty rare, it's just a handful of times a year if I'm on vacation or doing something that I can't I can't be here on Thursday night, uh, I'll have something pre-recorded. And we'll let you know about that, too. So remember, next week, Sandra Champlain's going to be here. And you want to call in early. Get on the dashboard. If you have a question that you want to ask, the two of us will be tag teaming callers. And that'll be really fun. You guys are going to love her. She's a doll. Okay. You can also schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. And uh, my training is AskJulieRyan.com, too. The links to all of my books, Angel Messages for Cats, came out right before Christmas. It's Darling. If you're a cat lover or you have little kids, grandkids or or kid kids, get it. It's darling. The, the illustrations are as cute as they can be and the message is really sweet. So you want to get a hold of that. So everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. Alrighty, this week, our question was submitted from Andy and Andy lives in Fair Oaks, California. And I chuckled when I read this. I thought, this is perfect. She said, hi, Julie. I'm writing on January 17th, 2022, the 100th birthday of actress Betty White. Everybody loved Betty White. We're all still talking about her, and she just passed, but everybody loves Betty White. My question is, are celebrities in heaven, or do they go somewhere else? I thought that was hilarious. Where, Where else would they go? She went on to say, would my parents be able to meet Betty since they're on the other side also? Thanks for your advice, Andy. And I just, that just put a smile on my face. I thought that was a darling question. So here's my response. Hi, Andy. What a great question. The answer is absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone goes to heaven. Regardless of who we are, what we do, who we know, etc. All humans are a spirit connected to a body having a human experience. And when we transition, our spirit, the eternal part of us, separates from our body and becomes non-physical or pure energy. Spirit has repeatedly told me when in heaven, our spirit just thinks of something and it instantly materializes. You know, unlike when we're in human form and it takes a while to, to manifest or materialize something, I'm told in heaven, you just think of it and it's just boom, it immediately happens. Now that can handle, that can include having a conversation with Betty White, Moses, Aristotle, Mother Teresa, whomever. It can also be an activity like skiing in the Alps, being on safari in Africa, climbing Mount Everest, absorbing all known information on a topic, whatever. If your parents want to meet and have a conversation with Betty's spirit, they can. More importantly, you can have a conversation with Betty or any spirit, whether or not you knew them when they were alive. That's what we were talking about earlier, that you can talk to anybody. I would say, you want to talk to Moses? 
We'll just we'll just pull him up and ask him about that burning bush. I went on to say, here's how. Our heads are big satellite dishes that receive and transmit frequencies. Every spirit has its own frequency it keeps throughout all of its lifetimes. All you have to do is think of the person and you'll be connected to their spirit. Remember, our heads are big satellite dishes. They receive and transmit frequencies. Every spirit has its own frequency it keeps throughout all of its lifetimes. I went on to say, then, just ask a question or make a statement. The spirit will answer you within a second. It'll come in like a thought in your head. If you think about the answer for more than a couple of seconds, that'll be your brain talking with you. It's really that easy. Now, go have fun communicating with your deceased loved ones and anyone you wish. I was on a, a, a show Tuesday night, I guess it was, and it's a, a grieving organization called Helping Parents Heal, and it's for parents who've lost a child of any age, and they're really a, just a marvelous organization, and I, I get to join them in their meetings usually about once a quarter, and and it was so fun because people were saying, well, how can it be that easy? I've heard that it's really hard. And I say, no, you don't have to stand on your left foot and raise your right hand and twirl in circles and meditate and chant for an hour before you communicate with spirit. You just ask a question. You think of them, tune your satellite dish head to them. You ask a question, make a statement. They're going to answer you. We've done that several times tonight with different callers. And they're going to answer you. And it's really that simple. There's no reason to complicate it. Everybody can do it. We all have the ability. We all come in with it. It's just a matter of developing and then enhancing it. Remembering we all have the ability. Little children do. They do it all the time. And then as we grow up, grown-ups say, oh, that's just your imagination. That's not real. Or... Your imaginary friend is just your imagination when really your imaginary friend is really there, but the grown-ups just can't see him. So practice it. The more you do it, the more validation you're going to get. The more validation you get, the, the better you're going to feel about it, the more comfortable, the more, the more you're going to trust the information you get. And then you're off to the races and then it's just second nature. So have fun. Thanks for submitting that question. I thought that was so cute about Betty White. Okay. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi. Hi, hi. Yeah, this is Daisy from Ocala. Hi, Daisy. How are you doing? Uh, not so good. I have a question about my mold. Okay. I'm wondering if it's colonizing my brain or vascular system or maybe the lower intestine on the right side there's a lot of activity on that end mm-hmm. you've got mold throughout your whole body i've connected to you already and and we've talked about this before i know you've we've spoken about the mold before and you you it's systemic it's all over your body and i know you've done some remediation on the mold in your home right and so I don't know yes. if it's completely out yet, but yes, you do have it all over your body. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll get it out. Your, your brain matter, you've heard me say this before, some of you listening have too, brain matter looks like thick cooked oatmeal to me. And so I pull it out of your head, Daisy, and it's like I 
lay it flat on a countertop like I'm rolling out sugar cookie dough. And then I irrigate the mold spores out because the mold spores like to hide out in those little crevices in the brain matter. And then I put your brain back in your head. And now I'm getting it out the rest of your body. I always laugh. I always say, you can't do this in the operating room, but I can do it with woo woo. And I do it all the time when somebody has mold exposure. So yes, you do. I'm clearing it out. Have you, have you been able to do anything to detox your body other than remediating your home? I'm I'm taking um, glutathione, oregano oil, aloe vera. Good. I'm everything I can because I, fi- I finally have a doctor at home, but they say that they can't do anything about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, you call in and we'll just get the mold. We'll just get the mold out of you periodically. So you just call in and and we'll get it out of you periodically, and that'll help too. I hope that makes you feel better. Okay. Thanks, Daisy. Take care. All righty. Let's go to Lisa next. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. Hi, Lisa. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Uh, I'm in Whittier, California. Okay, terrific. You got a question for me? Yes. Um, I'd love for you to uh, scan my dog, Johnny. Okay. Uh, he's about 14 years old. Okay, what's going on with Johnny? Um, He's got some uh, leg issues, some hip, and he had a knee surgery. He's Aww. nearly blind. He's Deaf, he's got oh. some tooth issues, oh, uh, but he's still my stubborn, willful, willful guy. <laughs> what kind of dog is he, Lisa? Uh, he's a poodle. He's a poodle. All right. I'm going to hold you over for the break. We'll take a quick one, and when we come back, we'll see what's going on with Johnny. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Lisa about her dog, Johnny. And over the break, Lisa, I scanned Johnny, and his spirit is popping in and out of his body. So I'm unable to get a read. It's like trying to read an x-ray in a pit black room without any electricity. I can't see Mm -hmm. the picture. So I asked him some questions. And and it it reminded me of whack-a-mole. I try and get his spirit to come back in his body, and it popped back out the top of the head. When somebody's dying, whether it be a human or an animal, the spirit exits through the top of the head, and it hangs on like a bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption where the words of the character are, the character's thoughts. And that's what Johnny looks like right now. So I asked him, I said, what can Lisa do for you? And he said, let for you to let him go when the time is right. And I said, how will she know? 
And he said, when he can't control his bowels anymore. So then I asked him if he wanted you to euthanize him, and he said, not yet. He said he went back to that's how you would know if he can't control his bowels anymore. So I'm sorry, that's, I know that's not what you want to hear, but that's what I got from him. No, it's great that you could even talk to him. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard, and 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 uh, he's. I'm just unable to do a healing on him because his spirit's out of his body most of the time. And so, have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet, Lisa? Yes, I just finished it. Good. Well, you know how a human goes through twelve phases of transition. Animals. I don't see them surrounded by their litter mates and dog angels or anything, but I do. It is similar to how that spirit exits through the top of the head. And anybody that doesn't know what Lisa and I are talking about, please go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And there are illustrations of the 12 phases of transition of what, what the scenario looks like as a human is dying. And you'll see this spirit bubble that we're talking about. So I hope that gives you some information. I hope that's helpful. It was. Thank you. You're welcome. It. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's go to Mary next. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Mary in Tampa, Florida. Hi, Mary in Tampa, Florida. Hey there. Um, I know that... Uh, hi there. Um, I know I had reached out uh, to you originally about my partner and his long-standing health problems, but my heart's heavy tonight because I got some news a few hours ago that my youngest son, who's 24 years old, um, he's, <clears throat> he got arrested again. Um, he has suffered from uh, schizophrenic symptoms for probably seven years now. Um, I've had a lot of run-ins with the law. Uh, been homeless. Um, he uh, apparently, um, you know, got physical with his grandmother and his father, who he's living with in Texas right now, on Monday. And uh, the police um, took him to a, uh, you know, a psychiatric hospital. And he's probably on the verge of getting discharged, and probably has nowhere to go. Um, so. I don't know. I've, um, it, it's, you know, it's a heartbreaking situation. Um, I, I tried to intervene, um, and got him a lawyer and everything when he was in serious trouble, uh, back in 2019 and tried to get the court then to get him psychiatric help. But, um, they just ended up, you know, kind of lessening his charges and didn't do much for him. Um, he seems to be also, uh, very spiritually awakened, um, and uh, I, you know, I've of course consulted with other psychics and mediums and so on and healers about him, and uh, you know, I've gotten everything. The answer from just now, oh, this is his path. You just got to let him go through it, and to being told that well, he he is both. He is spiritually awakened and he is uh, also disturbed mentally. So. I guess I just want to ask for healing. Um, I I don't know where to go from here. Yeah, 
Well, healing for him and healing for you, for heaven's sake, says his mother. I can't even imagine what you're going through and have gone through for all of these years. When you were telling the story, Mary, what I was getting was the most important thing for you to remember is your own safety needs to be first and foremost. When you're deciding whether to do anything or not. Yeah, that's why I moved to Florida. Yeah, tap in and see how it feels to you. I don't have the ability to help to do anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't offer him a home. I can't offer him any more money. I don't have those things to offer. So it wouldn't probably be in my best interest even if I did. Yeah, I I agree. But the big thing that I'm getting that keeps coming in from spirit for you, Mary, is we we all, as mothers and as parents and as grandparents, we all want to put the welfare of our children and grandchildren before ourselves. But then there comes a time when a situation like yours arises, and you've been through it many, many times, that you just have to put your own safety first. And that's what spirit's giving me to tell you. So I hope that helps. Before you make a decision to do anything, ask yourself, how does this feel to me? Do I feel safe with this situation? If the answer is yes, go through with it. If the answer is no, then don't. Right. And and yeah, and go from there. So yeah, sending you a big hug and, and lots I of energy just to boost yourself up. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with all of that. Hang in there. Great. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye, Mary. All right. Will do. Okay. Let's go to Pat next. Hi, Pat. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Freddie? Where are you located? Iowa. Iowa. All right. I'm going to have to hold you over for the break. And when we come back, we'll see what Pat's question is and see what the answer is from Spirit. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Miss Pat in Iowa. So, Miss Pat, you got a question for me? Uh, what I have is, is my husband, because I just grabbed the phone for him. But uh, his name is Jerry, and he yeah. has numbness in his fingers. And I'm just going to hand the phone over to him, so if you have any more questions, you can talk to him, okay? Okay, terrific. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi, Jerry. What, you got your own live-in operator, phone operator there with Miss Pat? Yep. Yeah, it's like the old-fashioned, it's like the old-fashioned phone operators. There you go. There you go. Yep. So you got some numb fingers? Yeah, I got some fingers. Just kind of numb on the ends and stuff. I, Mm -hmm. I fell down like a six or eight months ago, and I don't know if I did something in my back or whatever, and the fingers are just getting numb. My they just started to. Is it both hands, Jerry, or is it just one hand? 
Yes. No, it's both hands. Both hands. It's the top right. part of my fingers. But okay. To between the first and second joints of each one of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me get you on my radar. I don't know how much Miss Pat told you, but I raised my vibrational level. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Sweet Home, Alabama, to you in Iowa. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet. I'm like a human MRI, Jerry. And so I'm looking at your fingers. Are you? Do you have diabetes by any chance? Are you on any diabetes medicine? No. No? Has no, anybody no, no, ever no. talked? No. Okay. Has anybody ever talked to you about uh, blood sugar levels? No. No. Okay. All right. That's what, I, that's, that's what came in when you were telling me about it. And so what I'm doing is I'm rotorootering your nerves. How about that? Imagine your nerve is a piece of tubing, and I've got this little teeny corkscrew, and it's it's spinning inside of the nerve, and it's clearing out debris that's inside the nerves coming from your neck and going down your arms into your fingers, and then irrigating them. And then I'm pouring stem cell energy into them, Jerry, and that's going to help regenerate that nerve tissue. When I see nerves that have injury to them, they look dark. A normal functioning nerve looks pink and healthy to me. A nerve that's been injured looks dark. So I'm watching the pinkness come back into your hands. And I'm getting again, this is the fourth time, get your blood sugar checked, get your insulin resistance checked and see if there's something going on there. I, I don't get that it has to do with the fall. I get that it has to do with your gut, and it has to do with your insulin levels. So causing some neuropathy in your fingers. Okay. So give that a whirl and see if that helps. Okay. And hopefully in the meantime, this healing will integrate into your body, and it'll it'll help your fingers feel better. So I hope that helps. Okay. 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 Good. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Jessica next. Hi, Jessica. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, girl? So glad to hear your voice. Well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Yes, I'm from Delray Beach, Florida, and I'm calling about my grandpa. Okay. Yeah, what's going on with Gramps? So Grandpa has been through so much lately, and he's been in and out of rehabs and trying to get him stronger to walk and PT and OT. And it's been about eight months he's not walking And we get him home, and we get him comfortable, and then boom, he gets COVID and pneumonia. So he's been battling infections. He's got diabetes. So Mm -hmm. it's looking like after five different infections, after a couple years, these infections keep coming back. So now he's in the hospital, and we're dealing with lots of different family members, lots, lots of different opinions. 
So at this point, I'm asking for help to see where he stands. What does he mm-hmm. want? Instead yeah. of is this pressing is this your grandfather, it. Jessica? Yeah. yeah he, yes, it is. And how old is he? He is 83. He's no, actually my great grandfather. Is your great grandfather at 83? Would your mom have you when she was five? Wow. Yeah, I know. Goodness. <laughs> Pretty much. But he, my my grandma was 20 years older than him. Oh, my gosh. She's a cougar. She was a cougar before it was a thing. How about that? Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a riot. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm connected. What's his first name, Jessica? Jean. Jean. All right. I'm connecting to you. From you to Gene. He's in phase seven of eight, girl. Twelve phases of transition. So what that means to those of you that don't know is his spirit is out of his body. It's it's what I was talking about earlier with the dog Johnny. The spirit exits through the top of the head, hangs on to the body as somebody's dying. It looks like a spirit bubble. And it looks like a bubble you'd see in a cartoon, Jessica. And so I'm unable to, like with the dog Johnny, I'm unable to get a read on him medically because the spirit's the power source for the body. And when it's out of the body, it's like I'm trying to look at an x-ray in a pitch black room without any uh, electricity. So it doesn't work. So let's ask him the three questions I always ask when somebody's in the dying process. So, Jean, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain at times? He's saying at times, he's saying when the medication wears off, it can get painful. So he'd like some longer lasting medication, if possible. And who, is he making his own medical decisions? Or is, is somebody, is somebody helping him make medical decisions? Somebody is helping and sometimes it's to the point where are we prolonging or are we, yeah. you know, listening to him and, and what's the best thing for him? Yeah. So let's ask him, would you like for your family to bring in hospice? Yes. Would you like to go home and have hospice involved? Yes. He's saying they'll be able to manage his pain. He's saying he's tired and he just doesn't want to do this anymore. Understood. What he's, which I understand. Uh what can Jessica and the rest of your family do for you? Get me home. So get hospice involved, Jessica. You can talk to the hospital about that. And uh, talk to him first, obviously. He's telling me to bring in hospice. Is he able to communicate with you guys? Yeah, I think we'll be able to at least get something. But right now it's the COVID and the pneumonia that's knocking him for a loop, so. I think we're yeah. going to be patient and then get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Ho- those hospice people are angels. I mean, they are amazing. They are amazing. And they can yeah. manage pain and they can, Man. you know, what what a gift to bring somebody home and allow them to transition in their own home, allow them to die in their own home. And some people believe that it's kind of yeah, freaky. To give them that, that opportunity. Absolutely. And but it's giving read- them that opportunity. To make that last decision, you know? Exactly. Have you read Angelic Attendance yet, Jessica? No, but I'm definitely 
that's something I should probably look yeah, yeah. My book, Angelic Attendance, if you they it's in audiobook form, it's in digital form, it's in paperback. Get a copy of that because it's gonna give you a lot of information. You can help the family. If you go on askjulieryan.com, you'll see the illustrations of the twelve phases of transition. If you email me Julie at askjulieryan.com, I'll send you the chart so you can download it on your phone and it's easy to to be able to refer to it. And then you can see what phase he's in. So just ask, what phase is granddad in? And you'll get a number, and then you can refer to the chart. Anybody that wants the chart, email me. JulieAskJulieRyan.com will send you the chart, and I'll be happy to do that. So I hope it helps. Get hospice involved and at least have a conversation with them. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. And look for little miracles along the way, because they'll be plentiful as you guys go through this. Amen, I will. Okay, thanks Thanks for calling, Jessica. Okay. All righty. Let's go to Donna next. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Are you there? Hello, hello. Maybe not. Okay. Let me go to Susan next. Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. So excited to talk to you. I've been listening to your podcast for like probably over a year and just love it. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to call. Where are you located? Yeah. So I'm in Portland, Oregon. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? I do. Um, it has to do with my um, beloved kitty. She's um, okay. 18 years old, and just um, my love. And I okay. just feel well, like well, I'm gonna have to keep everybody in suspense while we take another quick break about your beloved kitty. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and when we come back, we'll find out about Susan's cat and see what we can do to help her and help the kitty. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And we're back with Susan from Portland, Oregon, and she's got a kitty caper that she needs to talk to us about. So what's going on with your cat, Susan? Like I said, she's 18, so she's, you know, elderly, but she's Mm -hmm. been coughing um, quite a bit. And I did um, talk to the vet about it, and they said, well, you know, maybe it's allergies or something. So I just, I guess I just kind of wanted to see if that is indeed true and if there's anything I can do for her. Okay. What's her name? Rosa. Rosa. How cute is that? All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Miss Rosa, and we'll see what's going on with her. Yeah, her her esophagus looks irritated. It looks like uh has a consistency of sandpaper inside of it. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm putting stem cell energy in there, Susan, and that's going to make okay. it slick. And so it's it her her throat is irritated. You know, like when you get before you get a sore throat. Sometimes when you get a cold and your throat just feels like it's 
rough. Like it feels almost like it's kind right. of sandpapery. That's that's what her her throat looks like to me. So um, I put stem cell energy in there. What can you do to help her feel better? What do you feed her? Any kind of um, I got cream. You know, old-fashioned, they used to put out a bowl of cream or a bowl of milk for cats back in the olden days yeah. to help feed them. I'm getting cream. like. Okay. Like, Just regular with, milk, like heavy cream. I got heavy cream. I would get organic, but try a little bit of that and see if that'll help coat her stomach and her throat and uh, see if that'll That'll help her throat heal. She looks good. Her throat just looks like it's scratchy inside. Looks like it's got sandpaper on it. So I hope that helps. Okay, but otherwise she looks pretty good, even for being 18. She looks really good. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, her spirit's in her body. Because that way I can scan her. You know, if her spirit was out of her body and she was dying, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to scan her. So, yeah, she looks good. You're doing good. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You, thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. And let's go to Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. You're are you there? There you are. Hi. Hi. Where are you located? Okay. Hi. Where are you located? Pennsylvania. Say that again. In Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. Hear me? You got a quick question for me? Yes, yes. You, you look at my mom for, and my mom had a hip replacement uh, like two years ago. Last year, she went in in the hospital, like in a rehab, mm-hmm. and then they did that lockdown for COVID, so we couldn't see her for three months. And when she came home, she was very broken. Um, she couldn't she couldn't, couldn't walk. Her her foot's like. I think it's called drop foot, one of her foot feet. Mm-hmm. It's bone infection and now she and she's now she's home and it's been a year and she still has PT three days a week, but she has back to back to back UTI. So mm-hmm. she went to the hospital again and the doctors told my niece that um that it her body's not gonna fight urinary tract infections anymore and it's time for Mm-hmm. Well, what does your mom say about that? Have you talked to your mom about that? Yeah, she's totally. Co- she's not coherent when she has a uh, when she gets an infection. It, you know, she's out of it. But ninety nine percent of the time, I mean, my mom has fought so hard to walk again, and mm-hmm. um, she totally. It's got it together upstairs. It's like that her body's not. Yeah. What I'm getting getting from Spirit Lynn is to have a conversation with your mom and let her make that decision. My Mm -hmm. mom made the decision to go on hospice herself. And it may be that she's ready to ready to check out she's she's done all this and she's done it not only for herself but for all of you guys and she's just tired 
So let her make that decision. You know, get her to the place where she's well enough that she can make that decision, and she will. And she's going to tell you what she wants you to do. And whatever she decides, then honor that. And hospice, you can bring hospice in a year before somebody checks out, before they transition. So most of us think that hospice is just for a couple of weeks or a few days before somebody dies. It's not. They are wonderful. And they can be involved for a really long time. So it, what I would suggest, Lynn, is that you and the family have a conversation with hospice, get all the facts, and then talk to your mom and tell her what you've learned and let her make that decision, and she will. Okay. And then you'll know if she wants to, to continue is to fight or if she's, if she's just tired. And it's hard. It's really hard. But if she wants to fight, how does she fight UTI? How do you... Well, with antibiotics and getting her immune system healthy. That's that's the big thing is, uh, you know, gut stuff. It The gut just gets decimated from all those antibiotics from the UTIs. So it would be a matter of getting her gut healthy with food yeah. and with supplements and and things like that. But I I think it would, what I'm getting from Spirit is to have the conversation with her about hospice and give her that choice. And you guys support her and let her know that you're okay with her decision either way. Okay, and, and that's that's hard to do, but it's a really okay. loving thing for you to do. So that's my advice, but get get some information first. Talk to a couple of hospice organizations and then and then go from there so i hope that helps thanks for calling all right everybody that's it for this week we got a lot of people on thank you to all of you that called in if i didn't get you on please call back i'll do my best to get you on next time again sandra champlain's going to be here next week so call in with your questions for us and i hope you have a wonderful weekend and a terrific week next week sending you lots of love Mwah! From Sweet Home, Alabama. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.